0: Okay, welcome everyone. Do a quick shir. As we've mentioned, each time, the time between Min Khamarav, we're joining together in Shirk David, we're learning. Shlomo asks, who wants to have the opportunity? So someone said they couldn't and I said I could. So why not? Bokhshem I gave a class anyway today online. If anyone wants more of the details, uh, more of the information, then uh, you just go online Baruch Hashem, and uh, check it out in Unity Flow. We, we gave her like a 35 minute or so class, so this is just going to be a shortened version with the however many minutes, how long we got, 20 minutes, 18 minutes, 20 minutes, wow. So we really, we do have a good opportunity today to really cover some ground and continue on what we spoke about in terms of Tishrei, um, we enter into the, into the bias, into our home, into, into our hearts. We started off with Rosh Hashanah. We have to begin with the Rosh, with the head. In a deeper Svarim, it talks about Rosh Hashanah is a concept of Chachmah, of wisdom. Rosh, the idea, the place, the Makura of Chochmah, Reish Chochmah, Yuh is Hashem, is how we begin our day, hopefully. It's a Pasuk that's actually in the Siddur. You don't have to believe me, you can open it up and see. After Modaani is racious, Chochma, Ures Hashem. I don't know if everyone says it, but uh, it's an important concept to understand. That first we have Chochmah, the racious is with Chochma, and obviously that goes together with Euros Hashem. The itself is the words of Bosius or you know, it's a concept of of awe, awareness, not so much the 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 not so popular translation of fear. It doesn't really work so much nowadays that, that translation. But the, the, the real the real key is to have the awareness that we gained from Rosh Hashanah. I spoke about it in my share how awesome it was. It's beyond words, I can't really say, being here for the first Rosh Hashanah in, in my life, in Shira David, and Chodesh Tishrei, and we, we thank Hashem, Tav pay Pei Dalet has begun. We're in Esau Yemei and we're going to discuss a little bit how now to continue going ahead with the Rosh in place, that... Thank God, in Shirat David, we already felt a lot, we had a lot of heart in Rosh Hashanah as well. It's not that you have no heart, but the real day of heart is Yom Kippur, Yom HaKadosh. This is brought in Swaram, it's Keneged Bina, Bina Alev, the idea of Bina's Etim. It's a deep concept There's even a safer about the whole avoda of Bina to do with Yom HaKadosh. I remember learning it back in the day by Roshimai Zilwebog. And it's a very deep concept that we are, internalizing what we got from Rosh Hashanah through Chuva, through the Yameyah Tchuvah, through cleaning and cleansing our heart, we reach a level of Bina Salev. And we're going to discuss how Yom Kippur then continues onwards into Yom, into Sukkot, the Yamey Hachana for Sukkot, the, the four special days that precede Sukkot. And then we'll hopefully tie it together with Sukkot that's coming up already next week. So these are all real, live, Voters, right now, that everyone needs to be thinking about as we're going through the Mei and we're cleansing our heart. This is an opportunity because we're preparing ourselves to make ourselves a dwelling. This is the key point that our the Sheena needs to go inside of us. We need to to be a clean. In order to be a clean, we have to go through the steps that Tishrei has set out. And as I mentioned um, in the previous, you can check it out from the last week's class it's on the same Unity Flow podcast, the concept of that we have Shabbos. Shabbos, Chodesh Shvi. this month is Shabbos. This is a month to experience a disconnect, to reconnect, an opportunity to work a little bit less. And you can you can open up Kittu We learned it a little bit today um, with our Chosham Chavusa that I have and also Yossi joined a little bit at the beginning. The idea that we we learn that these, these special days are times not to work so much. It's a time to be to prepare for the, the Yom HaKaddish of Lifne Hashem Titaru, Lifne Hashem Titaru, we're standing in front of Hashem and He's purifying us. This is Yom HaKaddish. Now, I think we need to get first, before we get to Yom HaKadosh and these panemias that exist on that, that Pasuk of Lifne Hashem Titoru, just let's read a little bit of halacha. it's important. Is Prophet person conduct himself during these days with additional stringencies. He doesn't practice the entire year. So, you know, there's the idea we want chasodim, we want Hashem to treat us with kindness so we have to try at least on some level become more chasidish. And I don't mean payers and beards and, and jackets. I mean, in our actions of being, more will be going beyond ourselves. As Hashem himself, Yom Rachimim, he acts with us with kindness on a, from a supernal level, a place you may kedem, a place where there's no avera and we're allowed to access that place. That's the Yom Kodesh you may kedem. We enter that realm Of purity and oneness of Hashem and he allows us to enter there and purify ourselves from that place that source the root of who we are and from that place we have the ability to actually act somewhat godly as well obviously according to our realities Um, we don't make weddings during this time Shabbat Shuvah a distinguished person um, should be called to the Torah the after whoever that will be that would be up to the goodbye but we hopefully have a Shabbat Shuvah to uh, drussia as well which has become a custom so i assume if shlomo will or some someone from the shul will, who's distinguished will give over um tshuva. and we kiddush Lavan, and that's the whole question do we do it before yom yom kodesh because we want more so to buy the lulav of esrogim or do we wait till after yom kodesh i'm going to explain you my swara why i wait till after yom kippur we'll get to it it's going to be part of why, personally, why I get the dad al after Yom HaKodesh, but the concept of getting s'chusim before the big day, obviously you can understand why you need as many merits as possible, because you're about to messiah and get a Hasima on the Yom Din. We already explained in the previous one, thanks to Pasha's Hazina, we know there's 52 pasukim, we counted from Rosh all the way to Hashanah Rabba, so really you have to Hashanah Rabba till the final, final Hasima So there's much more time than we realize, and Hanukkah, we can keep going, Shabu Purim, but the point is that the there's still a, a, obviously a higher level of awareness during these 10 days and there's an opportunity to get it done early Why wait till a later time. And then we can actually truly rejoice on circus knowing that we've done what we needed to do to get to these levels of purification and tuba. So one of the other things, obviously, we all know a famous concept of, and we're going to talk about it, hopefully, uh, if we get into one more opportunity to speak before the Yom Kippur, we'll see whatever Hashem wants. But I'm going to learn about it a bit more. The, the, the halachas of asking forgiveness, I do ask forgiveness. I'm, I'm a newbie here still, and maybe I haven't always understood how things go, or I haven't honoured your, your speaking when you speak. Everyone has something to ask Makhila for Um for. My Rebbe personally told the Rebbe, would always say to me, "Stop it with your literature, cheshbonus." I don't know if that's lashon Hara, but it, it was made me laugh. Meaning, don't don't be so like Euridic that you have to keep going around asking about mechila. It's okay. We're all together. We're chasidim, We're, we're shirat David and We're not like trying to uh, to try and find one on each other. It's we're all Mokhu, Everything's good. Often when I used to ask mekhila from righteous people, they tell me I have nothing to be mochila. I didn't even, whatever I thought I did, they didn't even notice. Or if they did notice it, they were mochila, or they only saw the good, and they didn't even see. They weren't even thinking in those kind of ways that we're thinking in a more smaller way. So often you don't even have to, with more holier people, worry about that. But wherever, there are people around, unfortunately, who will take things personally, and you have to ask the to So that's one of the, the concepts of preparing for Yom Kippur. What I want to do now is go a little bit more panemius, and I'm going to also give over what I gave over a little bit today. I had this concept I mentioned last time about being proactive. That was Rosh Hashanah. That's the idea of going out of your way to choose Hashem. Now, the way I understand it, based on the seven habits of Stephen Covey, I mentioned him already, this concept of the end in mind. We have to work on a mission statement. If we're going to go through these 10 days, we need to have a goal. We need to have a mission statement. We need to have dreams. We need to have values. We need to have something which is going to guide us towards a higher level of life. And especially now in 2023, five, seven, eight, four now, can you believe it? That we have to be at a point where we have to be very clear about our values because the world isn't. It's not even like, you know, like it was when I grew up in London. You know, th- there was values um, from a general person and they were just, that was accepted reality. We're at a point where there's actual movements and council cultures and organized media and agendas. I don't know where it's coming from, but literally to undo the purity and the values of, of what we've always understood to be true. So that we're in a society like that and our children are being exposed to it. They're seeing shorts, they're seeing TikToks, they're seeing reels. I don't care how from you are, they're going to see it somehow or another. And they're going to constantly be exposed to a con- a, an attack on what was always a given. So basically we're in such a generation with these times, we really need it. So we really need to be clear, what is our mission statement? We need a mission statement for our home, for our family, for our business, for our shul, for our for, for shirat david, whatever, I'm, I'm not one to give the mission statement, but the rav and the, the community, the vad. We have a mission statement of what, what we're trying to do to to guide us in the right direction that we maintain strong values, especially as the year goes on and we're not in such a holy time right now where we're connected to such a holy root of tshuva, where we're not going to always be so in tune with the, the natural tendency towards values. So this is very important. One of the keys that with Yaakov Klein, I'm quoting him again because, you know, I was just in London and uh, had the merit to be given this book by him himself. I stayed at his home and I opened up last time onto being proactive. So I opened up again for this end in mind class, and I got thank God Rabbi Nachman and Rabbi Nosson. And what were they talking about? Rabbi Nachman ben Feiger. Rabbi Nachman was saying one time he spoke with me to Rabbi Nosson in grand terms regarding the greatness of yearning, pining, and longing for holy activities, even if one doesn't merit to actually perform them. Even so, the yearning and longing are themselves very great. He brought proof to, from Halakha in Aruch, which states if one finds himself or herself in an unclean place where he or she isn't able... I always like to you know, keep it open. He isn't able to recite queer Shema, he or she should think the words in his or her heart. The Halakha can explained explain that when one thinks in his heart that he needs to recite queer Shema now, but cannot and feels pain by this, he or she receives the reward. Okay, on Gavaldic, so you're saying Shema in an unclean place, but you can't. Api Asa. So what do you do? You think it in your heart. Now, what would you say is the biggest mission statement of the Jewish people? I would say Shema Yisrael. I, I don't know if anyone has other ones. after There's probably a few like, big key lines that stick out. Because remember, mission statement needs to be clear. You can have levels. Like if you look at the, the great guides of mission statements, you can have like, a long page of mission statement with all the different rules you're trying to live up to, the values. But you can also, the real key is to have one line. A one-liner. The, ch- the chotachachachas, achas, as it says in the Gemara, we had chitach achas. This one line. What's the one line that the Gemara and Chagiga brings? Shemayisra Hashem et chenishem achad. This is the, the s'chus that Amisrael have. That we are chad, we're chad with Hashem, we chad with Torah, we chad with Amisrael. The idea that we're chad ba'aretz, as it says, and we say in the mincha this concept uvanavu manuchu And this also connects into the idea of mincha and Shabbos. This connects into the idea of Shabbos. We didn't speak about it so much the last time. But how does we mentioned Yom Kippur connects very well to the day of Shabbos, the Kriya Satora. We get the second Luchas, we're, we're somewhat fasting, we're, we're eating less. Hopefully, if you're not having Kiddush in the middle of dubbing, like some places here, we wait till proper, proper time and we dub properly. So we're having a Yom Kippur experience every Shabbos day, We mentioned this, the night is Rosh Hashanah. Now, the Shalasudas is Sukkos, we didn't talk about this so much. But so the idea of sukkahs of Shalasudas, of rabba the and the idea of this, this this climax of Shabbos goes higher and higher, and every Tishrei is connected to Shabbos. So we've reached this certain reality as we're going through Shabbos, as we're going through Tishrei, where we're getting more and more together as a people. Sukkah so Achas. We're joining together with Am Yisrael. We're together as a people, as a nation. We're more about Achdus, more to, to united with a certain vision of what life's about. We've already had the singing of Shabbos night, We've had the, the the learning and Torah of Shabbos day, and now we're at a point where we're experiencing this oneness on, on Shabbos Shalasudis, We're experiencing the, the the concept of Yaakov Avinu's light, of it, and with his sons of Achad, we're together. Because who was it that said Shema It was it was the son said to Yaakov. You know, he was asked. They were asking him, like, "Are we going to bring Mashiach? Are We're going to be unified?" And he said, "Shemai soch shem shemachad." That's what he said to Yaakov. The son said to Yaakov, and the, he said back, "But the concept is, and it's born in halacha, even in in the, in the Hilkas Krishma, The concept of of us uniting with with the neshama achas, and then that uniting with the children of Yaakov is a very deep concept because we all go back to that. We're all, we're all from the original." Um, Shvotim, we're all back to the original 12 tribes this concept of 6 days before Shabbos 6 days after Shabbos connecting the 12 tribes Shabbos is the center that unites it all that's Yaakov Avinu Nachas Yaakov Avicha. these are very deep concepts but the concept is when we're in this realm of Shabbos in this realm of Tishrei the goal is to get to that Sukha Achas that, that uniting light that we're all unified together so how are we going to do that? it's a little bit more complicated to actually achieve that Fine, we have, we mentioned before in Alakha we have to ask Mechila, we have to make amends, because Yom Kippur is on our Ben We mentioned that before, but there was a, another thing that we need to, to know. There's a lot of tools Hashem gives us. Hashem's always giving us tools, help. He knows that it's not easy, he knows that we need mitzvahs. That's one of the things that a man is different to a woman, that we have mitzvahs that women don't, time-bound, we're learning it now in the Gomorrah tradition. We have certain mitzvahs that we need to do as men to get to a certain level that accomplishes what we need to accomplish in the world. So what's the big mitzvah that we're going to be busy with other than building a sukkah to unite us all as a family or as a people? What's the big mitzvah we're going to get ready for after Yom Kippur or before Yom Kippur, depends. We mentioned before, Dal Minim. We've got to get the Dalai Minim. Okay, now let's understand this Pasuk again. We mentioned it before. Lifne Hashem to What is Lifne Hashem to This is a deep concept. Everyone has to like think about this a little bit. Lifne Hashem means what is before Hashem? There's something before Hashem that's so holy that doesn't allow any sin. That's the Yom HaKadim. That's this day of Yom Kippur. We reach a level. Yom HaKadim comes from that place which is beyond that sealess. It's a place of... You can go into Kabbalah, but let's like just keep out the Kabbalah Loshin. We go to a place it's called the Kochoyud. It's connected to the concept of Kesa. But the idea is that we're going to a realm which doesn't have any connection to this world of of darkness as it's called in the Zohar, where it's Ruby Ra, it's mostly not good according to the Zohar, and Balatani brings it. We're going into a realm of Kesa, a realm of purity. This is the Kochoyud, the little the little coats, the little thorn, that sticks out the Yud. When you write Sophorus, you write a Yud, and it has a little thorn coming out of the top. This is called a coats. And that coats, when you draw that coats, and then the Yud comes out of that, that is the panemius, the inner level of the Shem avaya. That's the Lif Hashem, before Hashem. That's the part that comes before Hashem. That's the realm that has no connection to all these lower worlds till you get down to here. It's a very deep concept, but the, the point is that when you're in that realm of Lif Hashem to your purification, it's like the fifth level. It's the level beyond. We talk about it on Seder night, the fifth coast. That's the Kosho Eliol. Interestingly, there's 52 Pesukim in this week's Parsha, which is Gamaksh Eliol. So there's definitely some sort of presence of Elianavi right now. But Eliol is the fifth level. He is a Vesi. He's the one that brings us to the land. He is the level, a place of Limitschus, of chuva of Kapara, of all the good things that we look for at this time of year. And that, that's the idea that we're reaching into that higher level. Happens to be my name is Eliyahu, but that's not the point. The point is that we are able to reach this level, this fifth level, Lifnei Hashem Tidam. Now comes four days after that. We go as we go through those four days, we connect into the Yud K Vav, K, four letters of Shema Bayah. It continues on. What is the Yud Knege in terms of how we can relate to it? It's not the high level of tuba that we talked about, Yom Kippurish, that everyone gets purified. The yud represents already. We've mentioned Chokhmah as Rosh well, Hashanah, but the yud represents also the one of the Dalad Minim. Which Dalad Minim does anyone know? Right. No, the yud is connected. Sorry, is connected the, the Hadassim, I believe. Yeah, it's Hadassim. Connected the Hadassim, and obviously, you know, each letter is connected. The, the Hadassim is connected. The eyes. It looks like an eye. The leaves of the Hadassah, there's deep reasons, and it's the Khush which is a higher level. Then we get the, the smell. Then we get to the next level, the idea of rovers. What's a robbers K'neged, this is K'neged, the Hay. The second day after Yom Kippur, Yom, Yom, Yom Kippur, that's the Hay. And we talk about this in the Qavanahs, when we shake the Lulav and esrog on the Day of Sukkah. So these are brought down concepts that you can find in many Sidurim and many Sifrei. Chesilis or any, any Sefer on Chesilchus, it, it will bring it as part of the tefillahs. There's Yomiyachid, Yudke, Vavke, Echad, Echad. You're bringing together all the different Dalai Minim. There's a certain unification going on there as well. And it's representing all the different types of Jews and all the different types of organs. The he, he is the Arava, is the lips. Then we get to the Vav. What's the Vav? The Vav is the Lulav. The, the Vav is the Lulav. That's the third day. The third day is the Lulav. It's, it's a Vav. Yeah, literally, it's a Vav, a spine. Okay, now we get to the last os, which is what you said, the Hay, the esro. Okay, so we've gone through the Dalai Minam. We've purified ourselves so we can now get this tool, this Kalim, these, these abilities to get rid of all the negative energy around us. This is the Dalai Minam. This is our, you know, we're shaking it to the right, left, forward, back, up, down, or depending on your Minha, you'll be to go in, you go right, I think you go round. So the idea, but you're, you're cleaning the air around you, you're cleaning the energy around you. And not only that, each time you shake it, you're bringing it back to your heart, you're internalizing it, as You mentioned Yom Kippur is the heart level to so internalizing it more and more and more. And then we, we are even more important, we're now standing in a sukkah when we're taking the Lullabanes. So this year it's going to be Shabbos, interestingly. So we need to think about how we don't have to do the mitzvah on Shabbos the first day. So we don't get the derived and Besuck. Obviously, once again, Shabbos has all those energies, all that spirituality that allows us to be putter from doing the mitzvah. And as we mentioned here. We, when you're not able to do the mitzvah, and it, we'll read on a little bit. It says, the halakhic authorities explain that when one thinks in his heart that he needs to recite Kriya on now, but cannot, and feels somewhat pained, like I didn't get to hear the show for two days, I don't get to show the of Manesson, the Raisa on the first day, he receives his award. We have to want to do the mitzvah. There has to be a, a, a feeling that we're missing out a little bit, not doing the actual Misa mitzvah, because if we had a base of we would do it. We would blow the shofar and we would shake the Lul of Vanessa. It's only because we don't have basic English that we're not doing it on the first day. So on a certain level, we are missing out on that actualization that we would have if we had the base of English. Anyway, since we're ending off in another minute, I just want to just give you all that inspiration to realize that these, these this internalizing of the shaking the Lord of Vanessa, this holy day of Yom Kippur, this holy day right now, just saying, give us a rachamim in Slichus, we're connecting ourselves to these amazing tools that purify us and allow us to then bring it into our reality. So there we get, to, as I said, to sukkahs, you're inside this space which is a machi a light surrounding you and then you're dancing with, a, with a, or before that, you're doing hashanas and then you're dancing with a sefer Torah. After that, it's Torah, Shana Rabbah, Torah and the sukkahs is mashpia, advice. We're going to say now in Marev, eight to so, tova milafanecha. The is going to give us all the advice we need. We say it in Maariv, Before we say Be'etsa tova, before we can get the eights, we have to have the sukkah. The etzim of the sukkah give us the etzim we need. And this is something Rabbi Nachman brings down. It's a very deep concept. But in order to get the, the right advice in life, sukkah is the time. But we can't get to that correct advice. Someone asked me before Ello, just around ElO started, said, "Should I do this whole big business thing, I, or should I wait?" Until after the Chagim. I said, Your Kavana, your question is correct. I'm not a big rabbi, but I would suggest if you're able to and you can wait, you can afford to wait, you should wait because the advice is going to come from this time of year, you're going to get all the eights because you built the vessel for the wisdom to come into. And that's what Sukkos gives us. That's what Simcha, Shana Rabba Simcha, Simcha's Torah gives us all the advice we need, but we have to right now, while we're in the Yimei Tshuva and Yom HaKadosh, make sure we're purified enough that we can receive that advice and wisdom. Amen. That's it. Thank you. Should be revenged. Okay, let's do more. Uh, pass it. Sure. Okay. Ah, here we are. Center.